Welcome to Beyond the Field, your property finance and general discussion podcast series powered by Money Empire. We're a team of financial advisors here to help you tick off your property and finance goals. When we say Beyond the Field, we mean this to be beyond whatever field you're used to. So kick back, relax and enjoy the podcast. My name's Cam Olstrom. I'm Eason Asiwa. And today, another educational piece, which is actually really, uh, I think it's a really cool idea, um, is what recently has been announced from ASB ESA around the dirt cheap floating rate of 1.79% um, access on new builds. Yeah, this is um, really poignant um, and really uh Timely for I guess the current market with all the changes that we have discussed on this podcast um, that we've seen the government um, attempt to roll out in the last sort of six to eight weeks and it's been a frenzied time around uh, what's spoken about in the media but then also what's in reality but if you strip it right back um, in a way to sort of help the first home buyer or help this sort of new build process um, ASB have really rolled the dice here and I guess um, being quite inventive around this next move um, which we haven't seen from any of the banks for a long time so um, just to probably go into a bit more specifics around this concept that ASB has released one everyone it's catching everyone's attention the floating or the variable rate on this is 1.79 percent what's the uh, how long's that term for ESA look you've got to we've got to be really clear um through all the steps on this but you look 1.79 really appealing rate and the amount of people that have gotten in touch um then you dig a little deeper um it's definitely for you know people that are either building a new home from scratch or purchasing say like a land and build package and um, for people that are having a turnkey build that you know might roll on for uh, a new build that's going on for you know nine months to a year or a staged payment or construction loan build across the course of the year, they can use this 1.79% uh, variable rate throughout the build. Then also on top of it, from the first stage payment um, you can keep this up for up to three years okay so that's the very baseline before you actually dig a little deeper into the client situation so just to clarify that the 1.79 obviously is a variable variable rate it's not a fixed rate correct which means that if the rates do change uh, and they do push up this rate will change and go up correct okay so that's probably one to be really clear on that it's not a fixed rate but, however, it's dirt cheap. It's super cheap. Like, we haven't seen that that type of rate at all. Secondly, it has to be on a new build or for a construction on a home, like on a new home. Correct. Okay. Thirdly, what is the maximum LVR or loan-to-value ratio on these? This, this applies to 90% LVR, um, which is very appealing for first-home buyers that are really trying to get into the market with a lower deposit. So you mentioned first-home buyers, but I have heard it is also if you're purchasing a new build for investors. Is that correct? That's correct too. Okay. So there's a there's a really good play there. Probably moving on, on top of that or on from that, um, if the loan-to-value ratio is over 80%, is there a LEM or a low equity margin applied to that interest rate of 1.79%. 
Yes, there is. So what that means that is if you are having a high loan-to-value ratio of over 80%, you are penalised with an LEM on that. So your rate might go from 1.79% to say 2, 2 or 2.25%. Yeah, correct. And and this is where um, every person's situation is different and you know what is released to the media and then what is released to the public, but then actually crunching down and looking at the real fine print, um, there will be an LEM. An LEM will apply if it is high LVR. Okay. Uh, again, though, for such a competitive rate in the market and what ASB are showing, you know, compared to other banks right now, still might completely play into the favour of uh, certain clients. What about cash contributions? If I'm a client taking this product, do I receive? Any type of cash contribution, which is hey, thanks for doing business. Uh, this is this is one of the kickers. Um, you won't receive cash contribution um, throughout uh, for for the purchase of that. You're receiving a super low interest rate, and there's there's a give and take somewhere. So there, there's a um, a clause in there that they may receive the client may receive about is it two thousand dollars on if they've got a healthy homes standard or yeah, there's a there's a healthy homes standard of about level six. I think is what they they call it a rating on the house of six or higher. Then a cash contribution can come into play there. And that's a home star rating. Home star rating, yeah, correct. And okay. you know that's dependent on the build, depending on the developer, depending on how you're going about that. If you go into the detail of your build and you've got a home star rating of six or higher, then a small cash contribution comes into play. And in terms of um, the credit policy, or from a bank's point of view, is there any change? to the lending criteria as per a normal application. So is there a harder criteria to obtain this or is it, hey, just the same as another person going to buy another home? No, look, the ASB, on the same day that they announced um, the back my build variable rate, they also loosened um, some of the lending criteria that goes along with it. Okay, interesting. So why... Why the uh, interest rate can be so cheap is that they are using um, the government funding, which was called the FFP, Funding for Lending Program, which was uh, brought out at the back end of COVID by the government to the banks. So I think they've got about 500 million to lend, which what this actually made was um, the, the bank doesn't have to take a deposit uh, from a client and then lend that money out to create their margin. They're just going directly um, funding from the government and going through the OCR or the official cash rate to then um, lend that money out. So that's why they can drop the interest rate on this. Um, and probably moving on from that, um, this is meant to stimulate the uh, shortage of housing. And again, that's I think that's quite controversial because the shortage of housing comes from actually building homes. This is more from a retail level. So what this does is this gives people access to more money, which is cheaper, which effectively will drive up a new build house price from my point of view anyway. Yeah, it's, it's a really interesting um, play here. You know, there's there's so much discussion, I guess, around the supply of housing and the best ways to go about that. Um, and that's going to be a continued discussion depending on um, your point of view, but also the reality of, you know, how many houses are being built. What does that actually look like? So just to recap, Isa, um I think this is a great little product. It's uh, 1.79 variable rate percent based on a new build or construction of a new build home. It can be owner-occupy or it can be an investment property. 
um, the variable rate is for a term of three years and it can be 80% loan-to-value ratio or higher. Yep, correct. And I think one of the really, really uh, good aspects of this, it also applies to new-to-bank clients. And that has not been the case um, from a lot of high LVR lending in the past 18 months. But ASB have opened this up to new to bank clients. I mean, you don't have to be a main banking client with them. You can approach them and you can get a pre-approval in place if you are new to bank. I'm really keen to watch what happens over the next 12 months with this, um, especially with the housing policy announcements and the changes that may be implemented later this year around interest deductibility. So I would say watch this space and see what happens from here. I suppose, Isa, probably lastly, talking about how do we think the other banks are going to react or, or move on this, what are your thoughts? Yes, well, from what we genuinely, genuinely see, generally see, sorry, and uh, experience is usually when one bank does something, the rest follows suit. Um, but from my own experience, this is quite outside the box. Mm. And usually when something like this happens, uh, most of the other banks are going to go, wow, you know, we have to do something also. What is that going to be? But this is such a drastic change um, and and a great product for the consumer. ASB have gone hard and gone early here. We're going to go, wow, what's, what's going to come of this? I am really... Uh, excited to see if the other banks follow suit or what they do to sort of counteract this because they won't want to lose a, a big grip on the market. So a really, I guess, different approach from ASB here. I think the key is, and we don't know the we don't know this, but I think the key is is whether the other banks have actually used their FFP, which is their funding for lending program, which the government gave out. ASB obviously didn't, held it back, waited, and then have re- released this in the market. We don't know if the other banks have used this or not. They may well have released this amongst their current lending that's gone out there to create bigger margins because we've seen the profits been released from the banks and they've been big over COVID. So that will be the kicker. If they've, if they've used those, they can't do this because their margins aren't there. But if they haven't, you may see something come out. Hopefully you enjoyed the podcast today. For more info on this podcast and a heap more, Check us out on Beyond the Field on Instagram, Facebook and LinkedIn. And hit the subscribe button. Take the reins of your future and feel empowered with Beyond the Field.